This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about excuses. So there's a lot of different excuses throughout the Bible that we can read about. And today we're going to focus on the excuses of Moses when he was told to go and lead God's people out of Egypt. So the first excuse we're going to be looking at is found in Exodus 3 verses, why did I say Exodus? Exodus 3 <laughs> uh, verses 11 through 12. Which nope. Says, yes. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee, when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. So I think it's really interesting here, because this is an excuse that I think we often use for ourselves as well. We're like, who am I to do that? Yeah, who am I to do that? Like, I'm no one special. Why would I be the one to go and do whatever? And God's answer to Moses here is like, um, I picked you. I sent you. So that's all the reason you need, right? God has chosen you for a job, and you should go and do it. But yeah. I think we often feel that way about ourselves in the moment. I'm Why just should, me. Yeah, I'm just me. I'm no one special. Why am I going to be the one to go and do whatever it is? And then the second excuse we see is um, there in verse 13. Um, and Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name, and what shall I say unto them? So he's essentially saying, But who are you? It's kind of bold <laughs> to say that to God. <laughs> you could bring up the Lion King here, too. Rafiki again. The real question is, Who are you? <laughs> Wisdom from the Lion King. Um, and verse 14, God answers Moses. Um, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. So God clearly answers that question, I am that I am. Oh, yeah, that's me. And the third excuse we see for Moses is in Exodus 4, verses 1 through 5. And Moses answered and said, but behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a snake. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto thee. And he gives him another side, too, which we won't take the time to read. But he was like, well, they're not, they're not going to listen. They don't. They're going to be like, you didn't actually talk to God. Like, you're being crazy. But God gave him miracles. Exactly. So in that day, they had the miracles. And I was thinking about like how we can apply it to us because we saw that first excuse, the who am I idea is one that we have often, um, even today. 
And the second one where he says, okay, but who are you? That's kind of the question of authority, right? Like what authority are you teaching or Mm -hmm. what authority are you doing these things? And the third is sort of a question of evidence. And so Moses with the miracles um, has evidence to show them. And we today also have evidence that we can show to people as we go about obeying God and doing those things that we are told to do. Um, And then the fourth, I think, is another common one that we can have today as well. Um, In Exodus chapter 4 and verses 10 through 12, another excuse. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth, or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. So again, another common excuse that we might sometimes give for not obeying God and not doing the things that he has told us to do is like doubting our own ability to do them. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just like staying in your comfort zone, not doing things that push you a little like you know us doing this podcast <laughs> yeah exactly my thoughts exactly um because it's it's not easy and we all I, we kind of focus on our um sort our inadequacies more than we do our abilities right so sometimes we focus on the things that we're not good at instead of focusing on the things that we are good at or in we're developing all- those areas that we're not good because we can get better at most we're things. we're all good at something. If you think hard enough. <laughs> if you think hard enough. <laughs> and if you, if you can't think of something on your own, ask a friend. They'll tell you. Maybe they can help you out. Um, but yeah, so Moses there, like, again, he starts with the who am I? I'm kind of a nobody. And he goes, you know, through several excuses. But, you know, here he's saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to speak well. I'm slow of speech. I can't do this. Um, just doubting his own. Um, ability to do it. Oh, and then the fifth excuse that he gives here is... Um, Which is less of an excuse and more of... Uh, no. <laughs> just a, asking for help. <laughs> um, <laughs> is found in Exodus 4, verses 13 through 16, which says, And he said, O my Lord, send I pray thee by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. So he was like, not me. Mm-mm. No, we went, we went back to the who am I. <laughs> Um, and then we'll keep reading. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, it is not Aaron the Levite, thy brother. I know that he can speak well. And also behold, he cometh forth to meet thee. And when he seeth thee, he will be glad in his heart. And thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth. And I will be thy mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be even, he shall be, to be, wow, (laughs) to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. All right, so here, the last one, basically Moses just says, can can you just send someone else, like... Um, I've gone through all these things. You've kind of given me an answer for each one of them, but really, you know, I'm just going to go straight to the point. (laughs) Pick somebody else. (laughs) I am not your guy. Um, but God says, okay, okay, fine. I will send with you, Aaron, your brother, and he will come with you. And together, you know, you will work together to lead my people out of Egypt. 
So once again, all of the different excuses of Moses are answered by God, but not without angering God. No, so, like, he was not very happy about it. But I mean, sometimes it is easier if you do something out of your comfort zone with a friend. Think of it that way. I had that as a point as well, because I was thinking about... I didn't even know that. I know you didn't, because I was thinking of the different times that we maybe are reluctant to teach a class or to um, do a podcast, and you know what? did it together. We did it together. And so maybe if you're not very, like, confident of your own ability, ask someone to teach a class with you, or, you know, someone, maybe you're new to teaching, ask someone who's taught classes for a while, if you can, yeah, sit in and and start getting comfortable doing that, but yeah, take a friend, um, and do things together, and I was also thinking as we were preparing for this lesson about the Apostle Paul, we could probably use him as an example in every single podcast that we we do. in the past three. We have, I mean, we're going to keep it going. If you've been listening, (laughs) we're just going to come up with talk, 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 (laughs) (laughs) topics, so we can talk about Paul. That's okay. He's a great example, but we're just going to spend just a second um, talking about him because Moses, you know, says that he is not eloquent of speech or that he's slow of speech. But the Apostle Paul also said the same types of things about himself. Um, he just makes reference to it in a couple of verses, um, like Second Corinthians 11 and verse 6, um, which I will read really quickly. And he said, though, but though I be of rude or untrained in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been truly made manifest among you in all things. So just making comment in a couple of places about his not eloquent speech or not using wisdom of words in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 17. And then also in 2 Corinthians 10, 10, he um, talks about those who are discussing his letters. And it says, for his letters, say they, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. So it just gives a lot of references saying that like Paul was not um, a great um, speaker or um, didn't have a great presence. But boy, could he write. But boy, could he write. (laughs) But the thing is, it didn't stop him from speaking, right? So whereas Moses kind of used it as an excuse to not go, which he does go, and we know that. But Paul doesn't make those excuses. He just goes and just does what he is told to do. So... Just using him as a I good think he example. Uses an example. He's like, by the way, guys, <laughs> I can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really can't. I can write. I can write a lot. But yeah, and even that, he actually used other people to physically write many of the letters that he did write. Um, but yeah, we need to be more like the Apostle Paul, who, you know, focused on the good that he could do and didn't use those things as excuses for not doing what God had commanded him to do. So. The whole point being, we need to make sure that we are not letting excuses get in our way of serving God. So that's that's about it. Yeah, our thought for the day. Yeah, I was just trying to. I'm I'm over here just trying to figure out where I missed the opportunity to plug the podcast in the podcast. So I think we plugged doing a podcast. I think we did, but that's that's not the same thing. Oh, it's not no. the same thing. No. Oh. Do you think me talking about plugging the podcast in the podcast was enough? Yes. Okay. We'll let that slide for the day. I was really thinking about it, you guys, I promise. (laughs) 
Yeah, but I think we should end with Philippians um, 4.13 because as we talk about our weaknesses and our um, sort of um, lack of confidence in some areas, we need to remember that all the things we do, we don't do it by our strength alone, but instead do it, we do all things through Christ. through Christ. So do you want to go ahead and read that or quote that? Yes. I never like quoting things because I know, even if I know the verse, I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> so it says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. That's right. So when we fall short, that's okay, because we can do all things through Christ. That is where we get our strength to keep on keeping on. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, and then I just, I just had to. What? I don't know. You're just smiling at me. I thought you had something else to say. <laughs> nope. No. All right. So that's it for this week. You guys have a great weekend. And I think we're going to talk more about excuses next week. But different excuses. Oh, okay. This is news to me, too, guys. <laughs> I think we'll discuss it. Okay. All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.